Shalom everybody, we are continuing and finally finalizing this paragraph in the Kuta Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of Birkat Hoda'av, giving thanks, uh, discourse number 6, paragraph 5. At this point, Rav Nosim will sum up, finally, this fourth category of those who go down into the sea, and in more expounding on the rectification brought about through the Mesader and Me'ashev, the settling and uh, calming and restructuring, reorganizing of the mind, which is what is what does it reflect on a practical level? So he says like this, Rav Nosim, and he shows first more indications of this concept as they're hinted to in the verses themselves in Psalm 107, which talks about this fourth category of those who go down and descend into the sea. When they come out, they have to give thanks. Crossing over the sea, in other words. Rav Nosin is going to go into the details of the words here as they reflect the concepts that he's mentioned. This now is the idea of what it says there in, in chapter 107 when beginning the salvation of those who go into the sea. Hashem then establishes that and he, and, he, and he makes fixed that the storm wind will become calm, the mama, silent. That's the more a literal translation. The mama is silent, and the waves of the sea, yecheshu, chash also means to be quiet, they will quiet down, which is said about the rectification of those and the salvation of those who go into the sea. Yodayam. So he explains what I'm not saying in better detail. It's very precise here that it says Dmama, silence and quiet, hush. Because like we said, the rectification of those who go down to the depths of the sea of the wisdom of the Torah and enter into deeper perceptions of, 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 of revelation of the infinite light and the danger here is that a person will crash, will, will disappear. So he has to have the bounce back like we said. And the bounce back allows him to organize and settle his mind. And when the mind is organized and settled due to the bounce back, and the person accepts it properly, his mind then becomes, yes, a vessel to receive the perception of the infinite light. It goes against what you would have thought, which you would have thought that advance, 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 advancement is the key. Advancement is the key. Here, Rabbi Nachman teaches, no. The way to advance is by going backwards, by disadvanting, disadvantage, not advancing, non-advancement, and that pushes you back to create vessels to now, while being pushed back to receive the infinite light, okay? So he says, this here in this verse, it's hinting to the tikkun, the rectification done by the, of the, of the settling and, 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 and organizing structuring of the mind. Sheibichinat keter, which Rabbi Nachman calls in Lesson 24, in Kabbalistic terminology, we call the Mesader and the Me'ashev of the Mochim, the structuring and organizing of the mind, we call it its association to the sphere called Keter. It's really above the sphere. It's a super sphere above it. Okay? And it's called Keter, which means the crown. Shesham Soda Shtika. now introduces this idea that by the Keter, that's where the deep secrets of the concept of silence takes place, exists. In this level called Keter, 
because the silence is going to explain what is the silence. Bechinat, bechinat siag lachokma shtika. This is as it says in Perkavot, chapter 3. It's amazing that's coming up this Shabbat by us in Israel. Chapter 3 of Perkavot, Ethics of Our Fathers, Mishnah 13, where he says, the Tana says there, that a fence for wisdom is silence. The fence meaning the protection to, uh, to obtain, to contain within you Chokhmah, to come to that, Shtika, you need silence. This silence is connected to Keter. This has been elaborated pretty clearly by Rabbi Nachman elsewhere. As has been clarified and explained in another place, he's referring to explicitly Likute Moran, lesson number 6, where he goes into this idea how Keter is that a person has to be silent. There are times in life that in order to perceive and understand, you have to shut up. And the mind, you have to just stop, take a break, and through that, let the mind's structuring prepare for the answer and the, and the clarification. And that fits in perfectly to our concept also. Look, look what Rav says. He explains that. Because the Prisa, which Rabbi Nachman quotes in Lesson 24, this it's a term used in the Zohar. Prisa means to be parus. It's like a separation, the divider, the wall, which is the idea of the concept of the Keter, which prevent the mind from running further, from pursuing and pursuing and advancing. They, they prevent the mind, the intellect, from understanding further. They, they push a person back. Bivchinat. Hamten yashev, the idea of, and again he's quoting from lesson 24 here, wait until I settle my mind. He says there in lesson 24 that when a person's asked a question, the person says, give me a moment to think about it. Let me just think about it. I can't give you a quick answer. I'm not like a Google search where you just press a button and you get the answer like that. You asked a deep question, I have to settle my mind clearly in order to give you a good answer. So the person says, Hamten, wait until I settle my mind. And he says this is connected to Keter, because the Hebrew word used also to wait is Katar. Like in the book of Eov, where it says, Katar li ze'er v'achaveka. That one of the friends of Eov, when asked a difficult question, he said, give me a moment to think about this and I'll answer you. Achaveka. Katar li ze'er. Wait for me a little. V'achaveka. And I will tell you what I have to say. So Katar is like Keter, Rabbi Nachman points out, because of the grammatical similarity, and obviously there's much more depth beyond this grammatical connection. Katar is like Keter, okay? So he says the Keter is the idea of waiting. And Rabbi Nachman says this is exactly what's happening. They push a person back, as if to say, wait more, wait, wait. But one second, I want to advance. No, no, wait. By waiting... That's how you understand. The answer will come to you in the waiting, in the pushback. Okay? So, Kiprisa, Shehi Bechinat Keter, Shemakevet Amochin, Bechinat Habten Achet Yashev. This is the idea that he quotes in Lesson 24. Wait for me to settle my mind until, until I am settled, my mind is settled, so that I can answer you properly. Zebechinat Shtika, Rav Nosen says, this is the concept of silence. That they hint to a person when this happens, when the setback and the pushback, the bounce back happens, they hint him to that, that as if to say, quiet, stop running, even in your mind, in your pursuit, stop. And don't be so quick to try to answer, meaning try to f- answer the questions that are popping up in your hands, to try to solve them so quickly.
רק שתוק במחשבתך עד שתתיישב. Rather, be silent in your thoughts. In other words, stop trying to figure out and understand and understand until you're able to settle your mind first. Rav Nosson points out that through this specifically is the proper way to perceive anything in life and especially the light of the infinite light of Hashem. And he points out Rav Nosson as we see that not everybody merits this because it's hard work. Fortunate, Rav Nosson says, is the person who merits to this. Okay? Valkem, so now going back to Psalm 107, he says, continuing in the hints in this chapter, as they relate to the insights Rav Nosson is developing based on the Kutimar Lesson 24, he says, Alkem, that's why the Psalm concludes there, right? Or at least by that section of the fourth group of those who go to the sea. It says there, Vayismechu chiyishtoku vayanchem el mechoz chevtsam. And they rejoiced and they were happy because the waters became quiet. And then, and then Hashem guided them to their desired destination. So he explains Rav Nosen. Look at the point here. Look what's mentioned in this verse. Simcha. Because going back to what we said initially. The main way, the only way to properly receive the light of the Keter, the silence, to accept the silence properly on a good attitude, is through joy. If you have Simcha, no matter what, no matter what you go through, you try to maintain the Simcha, this is your key for perception. That it's through the Simcha the joy, maintaining joy and doing the mitzvot especially, that you merit the rectification of the keter, the sphere of the keter, this attitude of the silence, which is the, is the concept here of, of silence, as we just mentioned earlier.